You should be reshaping rough edges, teeth that have too big embrasures, too small embrasures, picking up some composite. Like, is it too big of an embrasure? You're usually going to pick up some composite. This is something we can be doing to help us stand out in the community, to help our practices get the best results. And it's not that hard. It's pretty straightforward. It's pretty simple to do. This, this, this is the Orthopreneur Show with Glenn Krieger, talking about the things you never learned in school, like marketing, management, and leadership. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of your Five Minute Friday. I'm Dr. Glenn Krieger, and I want to talk to you today a little bit about aesthetics. I want to talk to you about the smile and the kind of things that we don't talk about much. Why am I doing this? Well, David Sarver is going to be speaking about this at the end of the month on projection of the smile, gradation of the smile, balance of the smile. And I've had the chance to spend some time with him privately, both on the podium and in other instances, to talk about the kind of stuff that we just don't get in ortho residency. The kind of things he's done over 40 years have really helped us better understand what it is we're doing in, in ortho. And today, I want to talk about something that really very few people in ortho ever talk about, and I think it's a great opportunity to bring up, and that's called embrasures. Now, this is not a full clinical course, but I want you to think about something. If you take a look at this diagram that I'm going to show you right now, and if you're listening to this, I strongly recommend you go to YouTube and download or watch this video if you're not watching it, because you can also hear this audio only. But this video includes this picture that I'm showing right now that will help you better understand something that's a fundamental concept in smile design, for lack of a better description. And I want you to look at the incisal embrasures. I want you to look at the edges of the teeth. And in a perfect smile, like you see in this picture here, or a nice set of teeth, when you look at it from the front, the inside, because a lot of us, again, the reason I'm doing this, a lot of us reshape teeth at the end of treatment. And if you're not reshaping teeth, either during or after treatment, you really should consider that as part of your armamentarium. You should be picking up a burr at the end and not only just cleaning off cement, but you should be reshaping rough edges, teeth that have too big embrasures, too small embrasures, picking up some composite. Like, is it too big of an embrasure? You're usually going to pick up some composite. This is something we can be doing to help us stand out in the community, to help our practices get the best results. And it's not that hard. It's pretty straightforward. It's pretty simple to do. But let's talk about the embrasures, because they will often make or break a case. And if you look at this picture, you'll notice that the incisal edge embrasures, the incisal embrasures should get bigger as you go posteriorly. So the embrasure at the incisal edge of the end of the teeth between your central incisors should be slightly smaller than the embrasure between your lateral incisor and your cuspid, which should be slightly smaller than the embrasure between your cuspids and your bicuspids. So that's something we don't give a lot of attention to in ortho residency. We just sort of reshape teeth till they look good. But what makes it look good? What do we define as good? Well, historically, we see smaller in the middle, getting bigger embrasures as we head out. Now, the exact opposite is true of the gingival embrasure, right? Where the black triangles often reside. The amount of tissue should be the most between the central incisors, getting a little bit smaller between the laterals and centrals and a little bit smaller between the cuspids and laterals. So it's kind of an inverted relationship. When you're done with a case, look at the incisal edges and use that to help guide whether or not you need to build up or take away in certain embrasures to make it balanced because that's something that will really, really help draw your eye to a more gorgeous smile. Or 
If it looks weird, when you take a look at a gorgeous smile, it can detract from it a great deal. And again, look at the gingival levels. And, and again, we can get into a long discussion about gingival recontouring. And as any periodontist will tell you, the tissue will remodel where the bone levels allow it to, right? We all learned about the roughly, and it's a little less, but the roughly three millimeters of biologic width, right? The attachment, the sulcus, where the bone levels are. It's usually about three millimeters, generally speaking, in average, between the osseous crest and the gingival margin. So if somebody has altered passive eruption, altered active eruption, whatever you want to call it, and the gingiva are too low on the crown of the tooth, if you just carve that away with a laser or an old perio electrosurge, right? If you carve that away, it's going to look great a week later, a month later, six weeks later. A year or two later, it should remodel and come back. Depending upon the phenotype of what kind of tissue they have, it's going to either come back or it's going to stay. But typically, it's going to come back. Now, it's not a bad idea to do gingival recontouring to show a patient, hey, you may need gum surgery to correct this because the bony tissue probably needs to be set in the right spot. But let me show you what you could look like. And this is probably going to grow back. But let me show you what this looks like. And so you carve the tissue away and you show them and go, oh my gosh, it looks amazing. Great. If and when it comes back, we'll get you to the periodontist or the oral surgeon and they'll trim it and take care of it. And again, we see a lot of tissue recontouring on Facebook. We see a lot of tissue recontouring on websites. I want to see those cases a year or two later. Now, a fair amount are going to stay right where they are, but a very fair amount are going to come back and rebound just because of biologic width. Now, if you're lucky and you have the kind of phenotype that's going to recede, very thin cortical bone, very thin, friable tissue, it's going to shrink back perhaps, then you get lucky. But again, I want you to keep in mind the two things you should look at are incisal embrasures and gingival embrasures because they're going to make or break. And by recarving the tissue, that's going to help shape your gingival embrasure. And by adjusting tooth structure or adding composite, that's going to help your incisal embrasure. And so I hope this helps. I really want you to get sort of excited by this conversation for David Sarver and his course that you can take because he is one of the masters of the micro and macro aesthetics of the smile. And he's speaking at Orthopreneurs University on March 25th. The good news is if you sign up, you get 90 days to watch it as many times as you want. You don't need to be there live. Uh, you can watch it over and over and over again. You can even purchase the done-for-you notes, which are like almost word-for-word transcription. So you have really good notes. It's like skipping class and having somebody who has great notes for you. And so definitely sign up for that course at the link that's provided here. I guarantee you, you'll love it. And you'll get a much better understanding of, of the balance, the harmony, and the projection that we should be looking at when we first diagnose and when we finish cases. Because if we're looking to get better outcomes, they're going to make our practice stand out not only to patients, but on social media. These are the things we have to master. So I hope this helped. Wishing you all a great day. And uh, I'm always here if you ever need anything at all. All right. Take care. I'll see you soon.